What's up, Charleston? This is the Healthy Charleston Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Eve Gigi, where we talk all things health-related. We're going to talk about all sorts of health information, as well as, hopefully, clear up all sorts of terrible health misinformation. What's up, Charleston? This is the Healthy Charleston Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Eve Gigi, where we talk all things health-related. We're going to talk about all sorts of health information, as well as, hopefully, clear up all sorts of terrible health misinformation. So we've already gotten, like, fired up. So it's going to be good. I'm excited. We've got Matt and Peter from Sacred Pine. Say what's up, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Thanks for having us on the podcast. Excited to be here, man. Yeah, no, it's gonna be it's gonna be good. You guys honestly came onto the scene in the CrossFit world here in Charleston at a great time, in my opinion. Have had a huge impact. Are doing really cool things, and I just see even bigger things happening in your world. I'm just Same. first of all, like really curious. I mean, I I tell people you can take it back all the room. You know, how did you get into fitness? How did you get to where you are now? What's going on going forward? Let's just start with that huge can of worms. Man, uh, well, I'm Matt. I'll go first and I'll let Peter go. And I, I can't wait for you guys to hear Peter tell his story. But uh, I'm from a, I'm just a city boy, uh, born and raised in South Detroit. And uh, <laughs> no, I'm, from, I'm from South Carolina, from Hartsville, South Carolina, which is an all-American city and home of the number one grossing Sonic in America. Uh, Coker College, Governor School for Science and Math, and the international headquarters for Sunoco Paper Products Company. It's a very <laughs> exciting place. And uh, I grew up as an athlete. Always loved sports, always loved moving, and uh, was literally in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean reading a book called The Will of God as a Way of Life that just, for the first time in my life, got me to ask some very practical questions of myself. What are you passionate about? What frustrates you to no end? What could your friends see you doing? What do you what do you think you're good at? And drove me to this place where, and this was literally 10 years before we, um, you know, before the box opened, right? That drove me to this place where I realized I want to be active in whatever I do. I don't want to sit at a desk. I want to move. And I had no idea at that point what a career of being active and not sitting at a desk could look like, but I was literally open to anything. So I went to uh, the Mercy Marine Academy for a couple of years, transferred to Clemson, played a little football at Clemson, had uh, an opportunity to fall in love with the weight room and lifting and growing out, you know. And uh, after college, my, my goodness, I was I worked at a YMCA for a little bit. I personal trained. I sold furniture online. I actually went into ministry for about five years. And in that time, I feel like I was being, um, I was being groomed to work with people in that way of being active, right? Being active and working with people, and and um, in ministry, there was an opportunity for me to get a coffee with a guy. And for some reason, I felt like something was next. Something something was next for me. The guy's name was Jason Johnson. He was training at Iron Tribe Fitness, actually, in Mount Pleasant. And uh, we, 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 got, we got around to it. It was either going to be coffee or fitness. Like something was next. And I was either going to go try to take care of a Starbucks or I was going to open the gym. And he Good said, choice in my opinion. Yeah, right? You can't go wrong. And it just came. He looked across the table at me at Starbucks in downtown Charleston. And he said, man, you need to open a CrossFit gym. 
And I said, you're crazy. And it was five seconds later, it was like, yep, that's exactly what I need to do. So two years ago, we opened at CrossFit Sacred Pine. That was like our 12th name option. We like Sacred Pine because it matches up with the motto of Somerville area. The pine is sacred. And maybe we can get into that story later, but I fell in love with the idea of being able to help prepare people physically for the spiritual work God called them to do. So for me, the fitness uh, aspect of what I do is very much a ministry of helping people improve their quality of life so they can get around to the thing they were created to do. So that brings us to present day. We're two years into owning the box and we've seen great growth. We've had a lot of fun in the process and man, we're, we're, we're here for listeners. I'm holding my fingers about two inches apart and the goal is to be here, which is, you know, a mile, right? That's the dream is to be way bigger than we are now and to help more people than we are now. But that's my story. So I'll pitch it to Peter. The slammer. Yeah, second. yeah. I got many questions. We'll <laughs> circle back. Let's get let's get a whole intro going. Fitness has been part of my life for, for 28 years. Uh, is when I was a manager at a fast food restaurant in South Florida, which is where I'm from. And uh, I got a, a membership for Valleys. And uh, that started me going to, to the gym. And I was extremely overweight at the time, and I've been overweight my whole life with the roller coasters of ups and downs. And uh, so I've been like a paying member to some sort of fitness facility for 28 years, you know, and that's uh, in all variations. I did personal training with uh, some really good guys for about 10 years in California when I moved out there. And uh, I mean, I was all the way up to 370 pounds, went down to 249. Never thought I would be overweight again. Went all the way up to 461 pounds as of recently four and a half years ago. And I was in a really bad spot and I was really considering bypass surgery. <clears throat> and uh, I had friends that were doing CrossFit in Minnesota and Florida and I, I was watching them post uh, them competing in competitions. I could physically see with my own eyes how they've transformed their bodies. And uh, my friend was like, you just gotta give it a shot. What do you got to lose? And they had just opened a brand new facility in San Diego where, where I was living at the time. And I walked in at uh, Gary Pinnell at CrossFit Unsung. Just super welcoming. He'd been in CrossFit for 12 years. Uh, and just this finding this concept of community I had never seen before in the fitness. And so other things that I was doing that was successful for me in the past, like Weight Watchers or my writing group, our recovery groups, the... It was always in a group setting where I it was getting affirmation and support and, uh, you know, they didn't let you quit. And I immediately found uh, this competitive side of me and I focused all my energy and everything I had into, into CrossFit and I was eating better. And uh, as of yesterday, 220 pounds later, I'm at 245 pounds. And uh, so what's really great for me now is me and Matt are working together with, uh, with 10 athletes called a, a Sacred Slim Down. And so it was a six week and six month intensive on trying to help these individuals reach their goals, you know, and it's been a process. We're learning on the fly as they're learning on the fly and how to best do this. And we come up with physical challenges, nutritional challenges, and uh, try to make it fun and lively, keep them motivated. And uh, we're not too far away from the end. We got some athletes with really good results, but that's what keeps me going is being able to give it back and pay it forward. It also keeps me accountable for myself because I know I can fall back to where I was before because it happened before and I never want to do that again. You know, I'm in the best shape of my life and I just want to keep, keep going forward. <laughs>
Yeah, you're literally half the man you used to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The best possible way. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, that's that's an amazing story for real. I mean, that's what drew. That's why I went first because I didn't want to have to follow up. That story. <laughs> no, I wouldn't either. How do you follow that up? You really can't. You know, finding finding Matt just happened to just be by chance. Really, I was when we were leaving San Diego. My wife and I were moving to Charleston. I was ready to go to CrossFit Fox Den, but for whatever reason, they had to close that day. And I knew Sacred Pine was down the street. It was in a rainstorm. I would come in like five minutes late. And then there's Matt, and he's just all welcome. Come on in. He's like, oh, when you come back, check out the other boxes in the area, and and you know, take your time. But I just knew this guy's a this guy's a leader. He's a winner, and I wanted to be part of it. Thanks, man. Thanks. Yeah, that's a good one-two punch right there. Yeah, well, keep it keep it rolling, man. <laughs> no, I mean that's what drew me to CrossFit as well. It's still the community aspect. I know I talk about it a lot on the podcast, but just cannot be understated. You mm. know, finding out people's why and having community of people that have lined the same goal plus the competitiveness like just all of it just seems to like come into perfect harmony in most gyms there's good and bad right but in most gyms in such a way that you can just make these transformations that i just had never seen yeah. in you, the fitness world yeah, been a part of sports, time. like if you grew up on a team you get that feeling that sensation again of like being on a team you've got a coach everybody like competition breeds improvement you see people pushing each other. So it's not just about me putting in my best workout, but I am have the opportunity to help somebody else do their best. It's great, man. Yeah. You know, when you, when you're, we're, when you're, we're a little biased. When you're a teenager and then they're, they're picking who's going to be on the dodgeball team or the basketball <laughs> team, you don't want to be the last guy. <laughs> you're the joke, right? But here, I was literally the last guy finishing my workouts for quite some time, and those are who they're cheering for you the most. Yeah. You don't want to hear it. But yet you really need that extra, that motivation. 100%. You know? And like right, seeing the open right now, watching those people, you know, struggle to the last rep, every last rep counts, and it really does. Yeah. And you feel so much better when you don't quit. Like we saw that yesterday with someone we know. Yeah, somebody we know. Yeah. There's, it's, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's such good stuff. I mean, the open is definitely a, a little glimpse into it, and you always see breakthroughs. It's just, you know, somebody who's a genius, you know, classman, whether you love him or hate him, like yeah. just put something together that – has obviously had a gigantic impact. Yeah, for, it's taken off, man. Yeah, it's for fun. sure. I have so many follow-up questions for both of you. Brilliant. But, <clears throat> all right, Peter, you first. So obviously you, you're, you struggled with the weight stuff, went to Bali's, which I think is hilarious. I forgot totally that Bali's even existed. Those do not occur in South Carolina. <laughs> but, um, you know, what, like, what was your main job before that? Like, I think you mentioned, like, writing or something. Like, Yeah, so uh, when I moved to – when I – I didn't get into grad school. So fast food restaurant. Like, yeah, yeah I, I worked in a fast food restaurant in Southern California. I'm sorry, South Florida. Yeah. For eight years. And uh, I didn't get into graduate school. And so I had a relationship with uh, somebody that I met online in the early days of AOL 2.5. Right? Oh, man. <laughs> goodbye. Good, 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 goodbye. Oh, God. Yeah, like Nightmares. Nightmares. Free yeah. disc thing. Yeah. And so I moved to California. I took a chance. And uh, I got a job uh, doing insurance adjusting in Newport Beach. I still work for the... The, 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 the nephew of the same company I've been doing for 20, 21 okay. years and I get to do it from South Carolina instead of California. I'm on, I'm always working on California time, which is kind of cool. enables me to come to the box twice a day. There <laughs> yeah. you go. And he you does. Know? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, so it's, uh, you know, sitting at a desk wasn't what I want to do. I went to school for writing, which mm-hmm. I am working on, uh, novels on the side. Cool. And I just joined a peer group here locally and eight of us meet, every two weeks and share our, share our stuff and critique each other. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's, that's really cool. 
Um, Matt. Yep. Okay. So you were an athlete, did some stuff at Clemson. You know, you just, I feel like you skipped some of that. Like, it's like, oh, you never heard of CrossFit before? All of a sudden you're like, oh, what's yeah. CrossFit? Oh, I love CrossFit. Gotta, Let me go open a gym two weeks later. There has to be some sort of introduction into that world. Because the weight room I, yeah. is debatably a lot different than what CrossFit does. Oh, absolutely. Right? Yeah. And I was your typical meathead. I mean, for yep. most, most of my early adult uh, years, it was Gold's Gym. It was Anytime Fitness. Curls for the girls. It was like everything from like, <laughs> what, is, what is, I do, I do. Yeah. Like, what is Ronnie Coleman doing? Okay, I'm yeah. going to do that routine. I'm going to get the new Muscle Magazine and see what like Jay Cutler's doing. Rip shredding mass. Like that's those what, headlines are the biceps worst. <laughs> and abs. Yeah. And, you know, I think once I got, once I got to on staff at New Spring Church and particularly down here in Charleston. I got married. I had two kids. Um, at this point, I had one kid and uh, I was on the honeymoon diet. I was on the, my wife just got pregnant three weeks in the marriage diet. I, you know, the kid's born and all of a sudden, like we're eating terrible and I've gained, I've gained 40 pounds. It, it happened like that. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I'm looking around at my mentors, my contemporaries, in particular the New Spring Leadership world um and they're all ripped and i'm pissed about it you know because i've had this membership at gold's gym for so long and there's nothing wrong with gold's gym gold's gym is a fantastic establishment but i needed something that i didn't know i needed and so i'm asking what are you guys doing i'm asking these these leaders in my life what are you guys doing and they're all saying the same daggum thing we're doing crossfit and i'm thinking man that's too expensive Sure. You know, yeah. My, my nine ninety nine a month membership is fantastic. Like, like there's no way you. What do you have that I don't have? What does CrossFit have that I don't have access to? And it wasn't about equipment. It wasn't. It was the coaching and the community, which are not things that typical people are looking for when they're looking for a gym, unless they know what that's like. They're looking for fun, safe, judgment free. They don't care about coaching and community. In fact, you. What do you mean? I got to take my headphones out, right? Like. Uh, I want to keep my headphones in. I want to do my own thing on the treadmill. I want to do my 30 minutes of cardio. I want to do my, my dumbbell bench press. It's Monday. It's bench day, right? My normal routine. And so my wife and I were on one income. I'm a pastor, so I'm not rolling in it. And we just had a kid. And so we had to pray about it for about six months. And we, we actually stepped into CrossFit in North Charleston. So Craig and Kara Jones are amazing people. Uh, we were just hanging out this, this weekend with the Holy City Showcase and they took us in. I mean, they really taught me everything I know about good form, anyways, yep. <laughs> um, and good mechanics. And I was only there for six months before I just started looking around and, and thinking to myself, this, I want to do this. And so, yeah, that's a big part of the story to leave out. But here's, here's what I definitely want to make sure I mention. Craig knew that I was going to be open in a box. And... He never once asked me to leave. He let me continue training there. In fact, he sat down with me twice at Starbucks for hours. We went over, you know, um, projections financially. He answered a million questions for me. He set me up for success. And so any chance I get to to pay it forward now, that was a commitment I made to Craig is you have gone way above and beyond in, in blessing me as I go and start my own box now. Um, I never coached a CrossFit box before I opened one. I, I never coached a CrossFit class before I opened a box. That was kind of terrifying. Um, sure. But I'd worked with people, and I was very comfortable around people. I was comfortable in front of a crowd, and I knew we, we'd figure it out. 
So yeah, I mean, we talk to our our physical therapists a lot, and and just to kind of piggyback off that, I care way more about your people skills and your emotional IQ yeah. than I care about your clinical skills. Yeah, just the bottom line, like that connection is what keeps people healthy and what gets them to that next level it's yeah. i mean yes you can be an amazing programmer you can be an amazing coach but like if you can't make an emotional connection like that's done deal i can yeah. you can learn more about programming you can learn more how to coach better so yeah. um and that's a really good point well, to yeah, focus it's, on. it's like as you're saying now i've had an opportunity to sort of step back and give other folks opportunities since we've, we've got over 10 coaches on staff now we're making sure that that's a priority they know how to connect with people and the proof is in the pudding. Now we're seeing class attendance, you know, triple in some cases by putting the right person in that class and mm-hmm. seeing it take off. You kind of glossed over it, but you're you didn't open a CrossFit box. You opened a CrossFit park for for your first couple months, right? You had people showing. That's rare. You That's had rare. People showing up in a field. Yeah. With PVC yeah. pipes in in a February weather. And they showed up, man. They showed up. Yeah. Why your commitment? When we stepped out um, and said we were going to open that we wanted to start a fitness community. It started with a free boot camp out at Hagen Park. And man, that first day, just so we don't gloss over that, they just aerated the field. So these tiny little, like, <laughs> turd plugs all over the field. It rained the Those night before. Those things look so weird. Those things freak me <laughs> out. I won't step on them because I think they're bad. Oh, it's I don't just care above if I know freezing them. and we're bear crawling. <laughs> like, I program bear crawls day And long. you're like, I'm sticking to it. No audible this time. No, we should have taken more picks that first day, but... Yeah. It's like the first dollar. A lot right? of those guys are yeah. still with us. Yeah, exactly. A lot of those guys are a part of that first day story. And, you know, we were just talking about Guy Smith this morning. He's one of those pastor River Bluff who showed up 45 minutes early to help set cones out and, you know, swing a PVC and, you know, tear it out afterwards. Yeah. yeah. Crazy, man. No, it's, it's so cool. I mean, to talk about Craig and Kara just one more time, the yep. abundance mentality that I see and it's tough to do that, I'm sure, right? Like, does another physical therapy went down the road and they asked me for advice? I do do it, but there's still that party of like, oh man. But like, there's so many people who need to be healthy and so many people who need to get strong, so many people that work on their fittest. There are thousands upon yeah. thousands upon thousands upon yeah. thousands, right? Like, we haven't even scratched the surface. The statistics of are unreal. People that need to be in our boxes. Like, we open yep. boxes because we know people need, more people need the community and the coaching that CrossFit provides. More people need attention to mechanics. They need more people need to be playing the long game. More people need to be recognizing that one of the least selfish things you could do is commit an hour a day to fitness, yep. f- five or six days a week. And you know, you look at the total population of CrossFit boxes. There's, I think there's 18 in the Tri County area. You look at the total population, and you're talking about not even a thousandth of the number of people that are in our. I mean, like, that's or, yeah, it may be. Maybe like two or three thousandths is that is like what we're what we're hitting right now. I think so there's, there's plenty, plenty of people of to grab. Yeah, yeah, there's plenty of room. And the cool thing was, you know, like we just talked about the, the Holy City Showcase and how boxes came together to host these events and how big a deal that was down here because it's not necessarily the reputation in the Low Country that all CrossFit boxes are on the same team. I grew up here, man. James Island yeah. hates Mount Pleasant. Mount Pleasant hates West Ashley. Like, it's just been like that my entire life. So yeah. it's was it, It's a humongous landmark, well, I think. And somebody somebody really set a tone for me going in, and Craig, Craig Jones, saying, hey, I want to set you up for success, and I'm willing to give up hours and hours of time I could be spending building my business to help you be set up for success. And so when that kind of tone is set before I've even opened – up, you know the box mm-hmm. 
like there's no way I'm not going to continue that with whoever needs help or whatever. So yeah. And the more people that know about CrossFit, the more people are going to do CrossFit. It's not like yeah. – it's almost the inverse of what yeah. people typically think. Yeah, I mean people right. say like don't open a CrossFit box where nobody knows about CrossFit. You know, you're better off opening a CrossFit box where there's 18 in the Tri-County area than if you were to try to go to – let me pick on Darlington, South Carolina sure. where people are like uh, the YMCA is $19. <laughs> you want me to pay how much? <laughs> you know, it's so. a – like we're 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 our best asset, you know. When we're allies, when we work together, we're we're an unstoppable force. So, and yeah. that's a that's a that's the crossfit that Greg Glassman wanted. Like yeah. he wanted them kind of parking them next to each other. Yeah, it's a healthy competition. It's gonna make you want to push to be better. You want to be the best box. Yeah, yeah. competition brings improvement. I said that earlier. Like, put your know. scores on the whiteboard. You're gonna get results that uh, you didn't think were possible. That's what yeah. we're making each other better. Yeah, the focus I love that crossfit is doing is taking the focus. Away, yeah, I mean, legitimately away from that top 1% and putting it more on people like you, Peter, who've had this amazing transformational story. You look on the main side, like they're doing like sit-to-stands and Turkish get-ups off the floor next to a couch. Like you can see who they're catering to. And I love, you've already talked about it, is like that's that long-term mindset shift that is starting to happen in the fitness industry in general, in the healthcare industry. Let's hope it continues, but it's still a big struggle. It's not not the case. Yeah. It's actually less in healthcare than I think is in fitness. That's why I'm typically more aligned with people like you guys than unfortunately like most medical doctors in the space. Yeah. You know, another bigger conversation how CrossFit's yeah. trying to attack that as well. You know, oh, and so man. I mean We've latched on yeah. to like we've got doctors and nurses and oncologists and PTs and that are all training in our box now. And we have really and un, like unapologetically giving them more attention because our heart's desire is to see the idea of, you know, training, eating clean, you know, I, I can tell you like Bill Black, we're gonna tell a story in April. Bill Black 64, he wouldn't mind me telling you that when he came into our gym, he had type two diabetes. He was taking 38 units of insulin a day. He was taking metformin. He was uh, also fatty liver disease. And he was like, are you sure you wanna work with me? When he walked into our doors and I'm thinking, you're the one I want to work with. You're like you a know? buffet. You're like a golden oh, corral buffet for let's fitness. Let's start the story. So January <laughs> yep. 2018, he's he's diagnosed type 2 diabetes. He's given his medication. Between January and October, nothing changes. October, he comes into our doors with his wife, Irene. And one month in, he's down 2.5% body fat. And he's half. Um, he's only taking half the number. The, he's taking less than 20 units a day of insulin. January 1, he's completely off insulin medication. Two months completely off insulin medication. March when he comes to me and he says, hey, um, let me tell you what my doctor said. He said, hey, how would you feel about getting off your diabetes medication altogether? So not just the diabetes medication, the pre-diabetic medication, like to the point where he's not having to go to the doctor as often. He's not having to fork out money for this medication. He's now, he's been told by his, um, who he goes for his liver specialist for his fatty liver disease, who told him initially, you're not going to see improvement. Don't count on it. Don't expect it. It's, you're pretty much going to have to live with this rest of your life. Who's going back now and saying, wow, we're seeing significant improvement in your fatty liver disease to the point where you might see this go away. Let's, let's keep an eye on it and let's decrease the amount of visits that we have to make. I'm thinking, that's who, that's who I want to work with. Yeah, yeah. And it's, yeah. it's kind of, uh, not to be negative, I'm all about positivity. Like that's an amazing transformation. 
What I dislike is that should not be surprising. Yeah. That should be the norm. I just yeah. wish that we were able to push this stuff more to people. And I get it's a challenge. Like it's it's a constant struggle for all of us. But yeah. like I I still want to see it from from health professionals more and from MDs more. You know, yeah. and that's still the biggest challenge I think. When they when they had the last games on CBS and what uh, half of their commercials was about like anybody can do CrossFit, and so they weren't showing the average athlete on. The screen. They weren't showing Matt Frazier. They were mm -hmm. showing, you know, Bob from Nebraska, you know, 65 years old, or Bill. You know, they were showing that kind of athlete. That's who we're catering to. I'd like to see more CrossFit brand commercials, just on a regular yeah. thing, you know, because yeah. they help the whole brand and the, the local affiliate as well, showing that this this does work, and it's not just about the games and competing at elite levels. It's just about being healthy and changing your lifestyle for for a positive way. Yeah, and let me say this: like, we, like I just read the book Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, Stephen Covey, and the second one is Begin with the End of Mind, and he paints this picture of one day you're you're on your deathbed essentially, uh, or you're at your own funeral. He has you close your eyes and think like you're at your Write own your funeral. Own eulogy. What are yeah? What are people going to say about you? And what if we lived our lives not caught up in the the uh, morbid mentality of like I'm going to die, I'm going to die, you know? But but to really think about what's my life going to be about. And to recognize that for some of us, who knows when the end of our life is going to come, but what if we do get 20, 30, 40 more years? What kind of place do we want to be in 20, 30, 40 more years? Do we want to be a blessing to our family? Do we want to be adding value and taking care of and being able to like, my, like I love that my parents right now can take my kids every now and then and my wife and I can get away for a couple of days. I totally agree with that. Them. Thanks dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's, not it's not everybody's story, you know. It's not everybody's story, and you're going to be a blessing and be able to do that and provide and give back and serve, or you're going to be baggage. And that's such that's such a like a harsh way to say it, but everybody knows like, you know, if it's not your own family, you know of a family that has somebody that they've just got to take care of, and and how difficult that is, and you don't want to put that on your family. Like for some of us, it's too late. You know, and like for Bill, like he could have said, it's too late. He didn't. He showed up 64 years old. He didn't shy away from the gym. So now he's writing a different story than the one that he's been writing for the last several decades. He was able to scratch it out and rewrite. And that's awesome. But even for the younger people in our gym, I want them to go ahead and start thinking about 20, 30, 40 years from now. Like, yeah, little sacrifices here. You know, you're, you think you're struggling to fit it in your schedule. It's not that big a struggle. Make it work. And trust me. And trust the process that in 20, 30, 40 years, you're going to be adding so much value. And you're, you're going to look back and say, I'm so glad I did that. So yeah. I mean, be a blessing. They're not just picking up on the, 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 the healthy aspects of the nutrition aspects of it. Because who showed up uh, Saturday in North Charleston to support? Bill and Irene. Bill and Irene. Lenny, Lenny, Lenny was there. And yep. who showed up at the, the throwdown? Yep. Bill and Irene were there. So yep. here's like the, the Silver Piners. I don't know. I just coined that. But Silver there, Piners. There was like a group, call of, them five, the legends. <laughs> group of five. What are they doing on a Friday night? They're there at the box at nine o'clock, like supporting, supporting people, supporting the captains throwing down. So I just thought that in itself was, was really neat to see that. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. They, they kind of imbibe it and really bring it like it's now become a part of their life where, it, you know, could have been, you know, drinking with their friends mm -hmm. or, you know what I mean? Multiple yeah. other things that may not have been as positive, yeah. as healthy. I mean, we do the same thing, believe it or not, again, talking about ways that we're aligned. We call it future framing, which is basically the same exact thing. And it's yes. interesting part, it's like just that. basic sales stuff, right? Yeah. And it's not sales though. It's really like, it's just painting a picture of like, hey, how do you want to 
feel when you're 90? Do you want to be trapped in your own body and in a wheelchair? Or do you want to like hike Machu Picchu? Do you want to do all these things? You worked your entire life. How do you want to feel when you're 65? Like, it's just a powerful statement. And people can relate to that because unfortunately we see a lot of baby boomers nowadays that can't get up off the floor. Like they cannot do those things or very limited, you know, and we know now where we didn't know before that you can maintain muscle mass into your, you can actually gain muscle mass into your 70s, 80s. Like that's still mind blowing for people. Big part of this podcast is just showing people like this stuff is okay. Like there's still so many people, you know, over half probably in South Carolina that probably think that they're not allowed to lift a weight. They're not allowed to squat, that they're going to yeah. hurt their knees. Yeah, thanks, thanks Men's Health, and thanks Jillian Michaels. Oh, and, oh yeah. man, the Jillian Michaels yeah. thing was, uh, the, the the videos that came after that, though, yeah. I don't know if you oh, saw so good. Yeah. yeah, who make Watch Great Again is a good follower <laughs> for making fun of anybody. So Yeah, yeah. well, it's, it's just cool to see. Like, that transformation yeah. and that flywheel is turning in this direction, and there's more and more people like you two who are just doing it the right way and really pushing that message and it's just it's it's just having a dramatic effect yeah you know and, yeah. and we don't win at the end of the day we don't win by picking on other genres of fitness sure we win by showing how they're all connected hey you're moving you you know you're, you're incorporating uh actual physical training into your day is going to make you better now there may be lines that need to be drawn here and there but man yeah we don't like somebody comes into our box who's been doing p90x for the last six years it's like that's great that's great. Like somebody's coming from another location or somebody's coming from another genre of fitness. Like, that's fantastic. You've been moving. This is good. Right. You know? Yeah. No, sorry, I... Jillian, if you're listening, uh, we apologize. <laughs> Man, I'm like, we made it. Our Jill- <laughs> we love you, Jill. I love The Biggest Loser, by the way. It was a great show. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's just such cool stuff um, that you guys are doing. But I would like to know, because i kind of been following some of the stuff on Instagram, who ended up winning the fittest in the low country? Is that already like so, a done deal yet? So technically... Technically, the fittest in the low country is a phrase we're, we're using for the invitational coming up in oh, July. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. So we have an invitational coming up. It's a CrossFit competition in July, July 20th. And we're doing something different this year. It's individuals and teams. But for the RX category of individuals, it's going to be invite only. So we're reaching out to all the affiliate owners in the Tri-County area. And we're saying, hey, Craig Jones, CrossFit North Charleston. I need to know who your best guy and your best girl are. And if you don't want to make that decision, that's fine. We can use the open standard to figure that out. But we've had a running list, right, since we since the open began. So you got your Cal Bauer at Pinnors. Yeah, so Cal and Owen who, were kind of going back and forth, And then Owen right? at Rap City going yep. back and forth, back and forth. And Saturday, we had a chance to meet Aaron Harold, who I think is maybe third. Mm-hmm. Finished 19-5, like 10, 10 minutes and some change. So incredible. That's His stupid first, fast. Yeah, he did like uh, 33 thrust, thrusters <laughs> and then 33 um, chest bar pull-ups unbroken. Mm. And he finished his workout and he didn't even really look that tired. It was insane. And I was like, hey, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm Matt. I see you. I'm pretty sure you're going to get an invite soon. So yeah. we're putting together some, some fancy um, um, formal invites we're going to send out probably in the next two weeks. We're putting them all together, just some branded Sacred Pine Invitational stuff, and hopefully to get a yes, right? But Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fitness in the low country. I, the last I saw, Owen was in the lead. My app's been kind of crappy. Well, they out, said a lot so. of stuff shut down, you know, for a little while. I don't know yeah. what happened to the main site. But it, was, but. it was Owen, Cal, and then I think Aaron. And then you have, like, your Orlando Treos who's, like, uh, up there. And mm. 
Um, James Ingesser was up there pretty good. Tyler Kalasi from our box was like top 15 maybe. Top I love 15, it. Just 15. like the local CrossFit yep. It's just like, it just makes me smile because it's like we're all a community now. We're all cheering for each other. Like yep. it was not like that three years ago when I started my practice, by the way. Well, like, you know, I hope it just gets better and better. So I, I've, I, have a, I like playing offense in unity. So yeah, yeah. I have a gut feeling uh, it's going to for yeah. sure. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, fitness in the low country. That's going to be different from the open, right? The open's been you at your box, but we're going to take all these people who have been crushing the open, and then we're going to put them in the same room, and they're going to get a chance to sort of play off of each other in the workouts that have already been announced. You can follow the Sacred Vine Invitational on Instagram and Facebook, and then uh, CrossFit Sacred Vine as well is putting some stuff out. So it's going to be awesome. Yeah, yeah. I got some Spitfire uh, questions coming up, but I got, you know, just this question came up to me, and I just think we'll have some good answers. But, like, what is your favorite part, both of you, of kind of owning or being a part of a CrossFit box, about being at Sacred Pine? I mean, I'm sure there's a long, long list of things, you know? But, like, um, you know, I have some ideas what I think personally when I go to a CrossFit gym. But there's, there's got to be maybe just something that might stand out to you um, personally. I mean, when I, when I walk in... Anxiety goes away. It's a, it's it's a it's home, and uh, whether it was at the old location or the new location or where I was in San Diego, it's just I know everybody that's there is is a friendly face. I'm getting a positive attitude. There's reinforcement, and the relationships that I've been able to make over uh, you know, the last eighteen months is they're real, and uh, I wouldn't want to trade them for anything. So. It, I I go some I won't even work out sometimes I'll just go because <laughs> I live so close I'll just go and show up for an hour. I just had this yeah. vision of a commercial in my head, and it's the Cheers theme song, oh, and it's yeah. Peter walking into the box. Hundred percent. It's like oh, there's you know what I mean. It just hundred percent because I'm there in the morning and afternoon. I, I just get, I get a cross section of all of most almost everybody at the box sometimes. Yep. So you know it's yeah. Oh, you got the yeah. six AMers, like that's the funny fun part about CrossFit too. You even have those little segregations between, you know what I mean, and, and again more healthy competition. Like, uh, I've thought about like actually working at showing up at every, every every uh, workout time and just like working out with every class just to meet the people yeah. and just get to know them better. I I do that a bunch. Right? I just I go to random class all the time. So I like to essentially just meet and everybody has a different. Each class has their own little personality yeah. in of yeah. themselves. You know, and you know, yeah, it's. Uh, it's Dude, way too much fun. I, yeah, well, what he said, for sure. But yep. also, I mean, we started this, we opened a gym because we wanted to start a business that would provide for our family and doing something we'd have a whole lot of fun doing. So that, I love that it allows me to do that. I get to go home for breakfast and eat breakfast with my family. I get to, you know, most nights I actually get to go home early now that we have a coaching team. And, you know, I feel really, really blessed there. But also, like, you get, when you get in the trenches with people, it's like the deepest level of community you can imagine. And being a coach in that situation where you are like in the trenches with like in a tough workout, right? And you're all kind of surviving it. And some days you show up and you're like, I don't, I don't want to be here, but I'm here. And you get in that trench and you get to know somebody like you didn't know them before. There's a deep level of trust that's built in those moments. And where I think I mentioned this earlier, but we wanted to help prepare people physically for the spiritual work God called them to do. A lot of people come to our box and they're not Christians, right? Like we, we have, it's fine. And that's like, we didn't want to be the box where only Christians felt welcome. We wanted anybody to feel like they were welcome. And everybody knew I was a pastor before. Mm -hmm. um, but I've had a chance to have some really 
like meaningful conversations with people about life beyond fitness. So conversations about about Jesus, about marriage, about um, you know what they what they're going to do with their life. You know about people that feel like they're stuck in a situation and they you know are trying to find a way out of it or trying to figure out what why they were created. I mean those those conversations mean more to me than literally anything else. Like way beyond fitness, those conversations are invaluable to me. So we had a Bible study group that spawned, you know, from the box. And yeah. it's, it's not new. It's not a new spring Bible study group. It's it's our Bible study group, and yeah, I've I've tried to make it every Saturday morning when I can, and uh, you know, we've already done the New Testament and we're on Exodus. So that's been really important for me, and it's trying to keep me keep me centered and just expanding, you know, my relationship with Jesus as well. So that's like. That, that, like, even that right there is valuable to me more than, like, the fact that Peter's lost 55 pounds, I think, or so, since you've been in Latson, right? So the first 160 pounds were West Coast. 65. And 60 pounds since you've been there. So, yeah, that's, that, that for me is, that's the goal. Yeah, so, those, those deeper connections that yeah. you just could not get otherwise. Yeah. There, is, there is something about suffering with people, whatever that yeah. may be, physical you know, obviously emotional, whatever, right? Like yeah. that and working through that and coming out the other side. And even if somebody's just literally just right next to me, that's a bond that I don't think you can replicate in any no. other kind of way. You can't. In a sense, you can. I mean, like you think about when you were on the ball team coming up, you know, you knew the players on the team super well. If you yeah. ever done like a missions trip, you're going to a third world country and, and did really hard work. You really get to know the people that you go. And it was said to me early on that the, the the greatest form of community is a byproduct of co-laboring. So entering into this world where you've got a common goal, common language. Think about CrossFit, how our language is so unique and distinct. And we say things like AMRAP and EMOM and WAD and mm-hmm. people on the outside freak out, you know, but you've sort of developed almost like a cult in a lot of ways. Yeah, people say it all the time. Language yep. and common goal is we, we want to do well in this workout and we're going to push each other to success. That's the greatest community. So, but there's... Again, so much trust in that. I've gotten to officiate three weddings, four weddings now. Jonathan Early was the fourth wedding. Four weddings as a CrossFit coach. Um, I've gotten to baptize several of our athletes, lead, lead some of them to Christ. And for me, that's, you know, it's not church. But I've had pastors tell me that CrossFit is literally the best church going because you feel more welcome walking through a CrossFit um, door than you do walking into the church. So, yeah, you know, that's saying something. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But, I mean, that, that, yeah, that sense of community, like, you know, you kind of talked about it, but like find out where your community is and it, you know, maybe it's Sacred Pine, maybe at North Charleston, yes. maybe whatever, maybe at Bali's gym. Yes. Right. Like find that community that yeah. is, that you want to be a part of and that makes you accountable every day and that you yeah. get excited about. And if and you can do that, that's, yeah. you, that's don't, really you, you don't join, you don't join a Sacred Pine because, oh, I heard they have a luau. That's the byproduct of coming. That was fun, though. <laughs> you know, we get to tiki, yeah. play, tiki the place out, and I got to you know to cook some food. We had a lot of people join in, and we had big, big old bouncy slides and everything yeah. in there. And if you want to help people, like if you really want to help people, sometimes the best way to do that is to show them a better place for them, mm-hmm. where they are. Yeah, people that are going to thrive in our world, they love a crowd. They like the, they like the fitness in a circle. Um, they like the quirkiness and the weirdness and, uh, you know, of CrossFit Sacred Pine. They don't want to put their heads trees or what do you guys do? You know, like Sacred Pine, that's weird. You know, they like the fact that coaches are like, look, you know, they, they start a class like they just got done snorting cocaine. Like they're fired up, ready to go. They like that. <laughs> yeah. They like that. And they also like that there's no elite class. There's every single class has 
all levels of ability. That's why you come across at Sacred Pine. That's why you love it. Because yeah. the members interrogate you when you walk in the door. Hey, who are you? I'm Matt. Nice to meet you. How'd you hear about us? You, know, you have any pets? You know, like, like really interrogate you. And that's such a, in, in my mind, that's, that is, we're going to fight to maintain that culture. And the people that are going to love CrossFit Sacred Pine are going to love that. You never know who's walking through the door. And Matt always used to want to reference me and my story. So and, I, and I would get, uh, I would get like embarrassed about it. I'd hide in the back. I'd turn my head, like shake my head. But I, I understand it and I get, I get it now. And because uh, you never know who's watching, you never know who's watching you and how you're representing yourself. So it's really important to you know keep your head up, do the workouts with integrity, always keep moving because you don't you don't know how that is going to affect the person who just walked in and what they're going to bring to the box in the community in the future. Like we had yep. Alex show up, you know, and uh, he he recently moved away to Oregon, but he still he still has the fire with him. He's still burning hard. Yeah, you know, he got. He got called on at a last minute's notice to, uh, to, to team up with me at, at the Festivus Games because my partner got, got hurt. And I'm like, what are you doing Saturday? He's like, um, I was going to go watch. I'm like, no, you're going to compete. <laughs> he took home a gold. Peter put the team on his back, though. We can still let him know that. And, uh, he, but that got him going. He was like, oh, my God. He just, he just really embraced the whole thing. And he was working hard after that. He just kept working hard and hard. And uh, he's keeping it going. He looks amazing now. Total transformation yeah. from him. He's probably Crazy. lost seventy five pounds, and uh, you know, he was one of the ones that I told him. I was like, dude, you know, go try other boxes, go try some other places, and you're gonna find your people. I mean, there's he was, and he, yeah. he said he was like, this is it. He was like, I don't need to look anywhere else. This is what I'm looking for. So, but yeah. if you really want to help people, you have to sort of let them make the decision instead of trying to fit everybody in the same box. It's such a great mindset. I mean, we're, we're we feel the same way about what we do. Like. If you don't want to put a barbell in your hands or a kettlebell or you don't want to get uncomfortable during rehab and be pushed to fatigue, I'm probably not the place for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you walk in, you saw it, like there's a certain look and feel. And as soon as you kind of realize that and if people aren't ready for that, I will more than happy recommend somebody who's going to be what they want. You know what I mean? Yeah. As soon as you get to that place, it's just so much more comfortable. It takes yeah. a lot of pressure off. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, and then people will naturally gravitate towards that and you continue to build this culture and like – yeah. No. Yeah. Some people though, they if they aren't sold yet, that's all you have to do is let them know, like, yeah. hey, go shop around. And they're thinking, what kind of person does that? I like this guy. You know, mm-hmm. I think I found my place. And that so that in that sense, it works out really well too. It works out so. for so many. And authenticity is a big thing that we talk about all the time. It's just authentic, right? Yeah. He doesn't make you buy a T-shirt. You don't pay the drop-in fee, which is also you didn't know when you sat down. You were sitting down with two expanders who could literally talk forever. <laughs> yeah, you didn't know like normal podcast thirty minutes. Yeah. This one. 72 minutes. Yeah, we're going to go Joe Rogan style to see how long we can take it. Oh, my God. You'll lose. We'll win. We'll definitely get going. I mean, I know it's, it's the cool thing about CrossFit, too, is like every there's multiple different cultures, multiple different um, ways that they've like cut the cake, so to speak. And like you'll find one that, that people love. And that's another reason we love the CrossFit community here. Right on. Yeah. Cool. Let's do some Spitfire. I will wrap it up just All in right. case. All right. So this is for each one of you. And it's just like quick, easy, right? What are you best at? Peter can go first. Since we're all looking at him. <laughs> Writing poems. Writing I poems. Can I hear a poem? Oh my god. <laughs> what you got, hey, he's got him. He's got him. He's got him. I, I don't. You know, the, the risk of sounding like I'm one upping you. I don't want you to hear that. Don't hear that because poems are awesome. But I, I heard you ask this question in the Charleston Kettlebell yep. Club, and I, my first thought was, being being husband to my wife and being a dad to my kids. You know, I don't ever want anyone to do better 
than me at those two jobs. Mm-hmm. Everything else can go, right? The gym can go, everything can go. I want to be, I want to be the best in the world. I, I, you know, I want to have a master's in Alicia Dawkins. You know, I want to have my PhD in sure. Priscilla and Benaya Dawkins. You okay. know, and be the best in the world at those two jobs. Yeah. So, and I think I, I think I am currently, but I just want to get better. Yeah, we'll ask Carol and see what she says. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> What do you struggle with, or what do you suck at? Finances. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Like, I need a Dane. That's what I need. Oh I need, man, Dane saves my uh, life once a day. Well, he's he's um he's a what, what a great guy to have on your team. He's, yeah, he's fantastic, sure. but. You know, it's it's no secret that I'm as ADD as it gets, and so sitting down and focusing on anything is work yep. for me. That's why I love CrossFit because it's constantly very routine yeah. is the enemy. I don't have to do the same thing every day, right? With my new job, on the CrossFit box. <laughs> so, but finances matter. So, yep. anyways, sure. sure. Yeah, it's letting fear dictate my my life, my decisions. Okay. Because when it does, that's why I have problems with weight. That's why I have problems with other <laughs> addictive things. And yep. Got me where I was, but hey, brought me to where I am today. Absolutely. I mean, as soon as you know these things, that's when you can take back control of them. Yeah. You know, we all struggle with certain things. And yeah, as soon as you find it out, man, that's when you get true freedom, in my opinion. Dane, if Dane, if Dane has a twin, yeah. you know, let me know. You cannot have yeah. it. Like, <laughs> Let's yeah. clone him and see what happens. Yes. I mean, <laughs> Uh, okay, another one of my uh, favorites. What is the number one thing, your opinion, that the public should do to maintain their health and fitness? You can only pick one thing. That's the caveat, right? Yeah. I guess nine hours of sleep at night. Peter, what you got? I mean, concerted, concerted uh, exercise, you know, exercise routine. Yep. Some sort of regimen, five to six days a week. Okay. Love it. And I always forget to come back to this stuff, but y'all's definition of a healthy person. Like, I don't know why. I get on tangents. You guys are good talkers, so that was one of the reasons. But if you could picture a healthy person, your definition, what does that person look like? What are they, you know, what kind of things are they doing? Whatever. Your definition of health is what? I mean, CrossFit defines fitness as work capacity across broad time and modal domains, right? Yep. So essentially the ability to move in every possible way. And it defines health as fitness across your years. So I'd say playing the long game with fitness. Yep. As a healthy person plays the long game with fitness. You know, they're not just thinking about PRing every day when they walk in the gym. They're not. They're also not thinking about. They're also. They're not also one track minded and thinking that it's just training going to get me there, or just sleep, or just nutrition, or just mindset, or just recovery. You know, like they're thinking about all those things mm-hmm. in one, and they're they're not just caught up in what. Uh, is what is today they're thinking about the next 10, 15, 20 years in the way they train. That's such a good way to put it. I've just had that thought. That's a great thing that I want to say even to my patients. It's like every time you're about to make a decision, talk to 95-year-old you. Oh my God. Is this a good idea, good idea or a bad idea? I guarantee you if you answer that question appropriately, you probably make a good decision. What? 100% of the time? 100%. You know? So, no. At least, well wise, at least wise in your own understanding. There's you your know, nugget you know, for the day. That's yes. a good one. That's a solid one. Being prepared for the unknown and the unknowable. Because this is what you were saying. But having to not be reliant upon anybody else uh, for your needs, whether that's uh, the pharmaceutical corporations, and insurance companies, mm-hmm. where you can live freely and independently on your own. Of course, there's diseases that you can't control, but on a daily basis, being able to take 
having your own liberty and freedom of your own body. Yeah, so. that's awesome. That was my definition on number two was just the ability just like I can go do whatever I want, like unlimited, right? Like if I want to do something, I can go do it. There's nothing holding me back besides me, right? Yeah. But I'm physically capable. Like that's, that's, yeah, that's solid, man. All right. What's your walkout song? These are the fun ones. Yeah. Peter, you go first. <laughs> Everybody's got one. Uh, Oh, lose yourself always gets me pumped up. Yes. You know? Yep. Just does. Good old Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> you you needed to take longer. Because <laughs> I heard you ask this question, and I know you asked Kelly Lockhart once. <laughs> yeah. And they asked, uh, he struggled with. Oh man, what was, he said. Oh god. <laughs> you know we've got. What did I say? What did I say? One of them said something tool like my tool, and one of them said something. Mike's like, gonna give it to you. Yeah, the most common one we get <laughs> is uh, is typically like some form of ACDC. Like yeah. Thunderstruck is like. I'm going to burpees, so I'm not going. I love. Uh, I will say that I will be so Sally basic yeah. right now, and I will say <laughs> Thunderstruck ACDC because it always evokes the same emotional response every time I hear it. Even if it's burpees, it's like, let's do these freaking burpees. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Nate and I were chatting about Da Rude Sandstorm. That'd be another okay. yeah, I yeah, totally yeah. forgot about. A summer one on a couple yeah. of our playlists. It's like spring yeah. break for me. Goodness. <laughs> Different time. What's your favorite uh, <laughs> cartoon? This can be all time. Past. It can be present. Oh, but yeah, for me, yeah, what's your all time favorite? God, right now, favorite? I'm really into Paw Patrol. Really, what every kid. <laughs> my daughter really sleeps with a Marshall doll, and she just yeah. loves it. Well, and it's a good show. It was, before Paw Patrol, it was PJ Masks. Um, no, it was actually <laughs> Goldie and Bear. Not it came out with a second season, and now <laughs> that I've got a seven month old and a two and a half year old, it's, it's like perfectly in between. <laughs> Can't know. wait for the third season yeah, of Goldie and Bear. We watched the second season a thousand times, but mm. we I think my wife rented Paw Patrol Sea Patrol mm. from the library. And we've been watching it on repeat at the house. Uh, Classic. Really to it. Yeah. The boat comes out of the... It's, it's awesome. I'm pretty glad I can say I've never seen an episode. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you're missing, man. Yeah. You know, it's like I have three, three uh, years of my life where it's like Smurfs as a kid, Beavis yep. and Butthead as a teenager, mm. and then South Park. Yeah, I watched all those. Yeah, dude, Ren and Stimpy. Someone mentioned that one. I was like, oh, oh my totally. god, Ren and Stimpy. That was a really good question. Uh, SpongeBob was definitely big, yeah. big for me in in college. My roommates were either playing Red Dead Redemption, killing zombies, or watching SpongeBob. So when I get home, I just sit on the couch and whatever's going on, I'm I'm watching it. So SpongeBob was big. Love it, love it. No more SpongeBob though. But Power Rangers when I was a kid. That's not a cartoon. That's not a cartoon, Peter. Okay? True. Voltron used to be uh, pretty good for me. Do you know Voltron's been remade? No. Dude, it is. It's on Netflix. It's freaking amazing. Did you have to enjoy the original Voltron? The 13 Absolutely piece Voltron not. Or the five piece Voltron. Five piece. <laughs> right. Didn't go. So I'm sure it's There's seven seasons. I'm not kidding. It's. Whoa. Amazing. Sorry, I'm a little bit of a geek, whatever. Wow. That's fine. I watch a lot of these kind of shows. But like me and the kids watch it. Man, my kids are five and seven. Might be a little bit <laughs> early, but it's still, it's very good. Very good, legitimately. If you haven't been so. watching the Umbrella Academy. Just finished Netflix. it. Did you really? Okay. Right. I was kind of, oh, the end was a little I haven't like, seen the last episode. Don't tell me. Don't oh. tell me because I haven't ah! seen the last episode. Okay. Oh. okay. Let's do a spoiler right here live <laughs> on the Healthy Johnson podcast. Yeah, no, really good. Uh, definitely really good show. Last book you read? It was called The Cartel by Don Simpson, Dan, Dan Simpson. Okay. So it's actually a sequel, and uh, 
Basically, he just really gets into the Mexican cartels with a, an agent on the American side back and forth. And the research that he must have done for 10 years is, but it's fiction, but it's, it's super. Don, Don Winslow, I'm sorry, Don Winslow. Okay. So, yeah, the cool. cartel. Cool. I just finished, I'm actually about to finish a book right now called This Is Marketing by Seth Godin. Do you love us? I read The Dip. Have you read that one? I'm literally going through all his books right now. So I just enjoy it. I like the way he writes. And, uh, but before that, I finished, it was Crushing It, Crushing yep. It by Gary Vaynerchuk. So. Yep. Have you heard the audio book of that? That's what I'm, that's what I listen. He's I listen. hilarious. He goes off script yeah, the yeah. whole time. Why don't more people do that? I don't know. Why don't more people that read their books go off script a ton? Because you know what? It makes me feel like they're, they're, they're actually they're talking, talking to me. me. Yeah. 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 No, I, that's, he yeah. does it like every two paragraphs. You know, I'm gonna go off script for a second. Like he'll do that every so every two funny. minutes. He's going off script. I need to get another picture of my life. <laughs> yeah, Godin's books are good. Purple Cow, if you haven't read that one, right. is super consumable and awesome and very applicable. I think you'd like it for sure. Right. What you got going on? Purple Cow. How can people find you? Last question. We'll wrap it up. Keep yeah. try to keep it under an hour. <laughs> yeah, the best place to find us is Facebook, Instagram. We have a website. Our website is primarily for people that um, are interested in becoming a part of the box. So. If you want pricing information or like class schedule, that sort of thing, you can go to CrossFitSacredPine.com. Otherwise, we're at CrossFitSacredPine on Instagram and Facebook.com slash CrossFitSacredPine, I believe, on Facebook. So you just type CrossFitSacredPine and you can find us that way. So that's it. If you want to see what's going on in the community and what's coming up, you definitely want to check Instagram and Facebook. So And the Sacred Pine Invitational on Instagram and Facebook as well if you want to know more about the, the competition coming up in July. Yeah. Made to Move is sponsoring it. You heard it here. Done deal. Done. Right. Stoked. Yeah. No, good stuff. <laughs> well, this was awesome, guys. I really appreciate you coming. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Thanks for having us. Yeah. This was fun. We'll do it again tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> One a day. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Keep it under an hour. That's our goal. <laughs> no, that's good. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to Healthy Charleston Podcast. Don't forget, your body is resilient, strong, and adaptable. The way to better healthcare and a healthier you is education and empowerment. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, we would love for you to give us a five-star rating on iTunes and leave some comments. Thanks so much.